Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Landy Lodge, where today we're talking about the box office stud that's made half a billion dollars, the Super Mario Brothers movie. But this episode would not be brought to you without the sages of the lodge, the people who are kind enough to donate as little as one gill, one coin a month to keep my nonsense rolling. So again, much love to them, but just know none of that is ever expected. It's only a bonus. All I can ask is that you're here to hang out. And speaking of hanging out, hanging out with us today is Emmy Luna Games. Emmy, welcome to the lodge. Thank you for joining us. I hope that uh, chime-in wasn't too much of a surprise there. <laughs> it did scare me a bit. I saw there was a bit of a jump scare. I know I could be a little loud, but... Landy jump scare, yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming on. This is your first time joining us here. Um, yes. Before we roll, maybe... Thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Let us uh, let everybody know a little bit about yourself, what it is you could do, and where they can find you before we uh, get rolling about the Mario movie. So my name is Emmy, but you can also call me Luna. I am Emmy Luna Games. I am a content creator. I've done streaming, YouTube, podcasts, voice acting. <laughs> I've done a bit. So yeah, I am at Emmy Luna Games pretty much everywhere. Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. And yeah, I like Mario. <laughs> and I like video games. <laughs> But today we're here about Mario. So. About Mario movie. And if you need any help yes. uh, finding her, I've got all her links in the episode description. So uh, just to make that a little easier on all of you. So to get started here, I think maybe the, before we can maybe dive into some of the specifics, you know, maybe we tackle voice acting, visual soundtrack, all that. But maybe we both maybe say our piece and overall review of the film, how we liked it. Um, so do you want to do you want to go first? Sure. So I went to see the movie with some of my best friends and none of them are really like gamers or if they are, they don't. They're like casual Mario fans, you know, and they really liked it. I really liked it, too. But I thought that that was kind of interesting because I feel like on Twitter and stuff, you just kind of see all the gamers perspectives, not just like the casual viewer. And they really liked it. So it's good for not just gamers, <laughs> even with all the fan service. But then you have that fan service there for the gamers that really enjoy it. So I think it's something that literally everyone can enjoy, not just fans, not just kids. It was really funny. I The animation, beautiful. I think that's the best part of the movie, to be completely honest. It is just so gorgeous to look at. I liked the music. Even like most of the voice acting was pretty good, even if there was some where it could have been better. It wasn't. None of it was unbearable. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, plot, I, whatever it is, what it is, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I really, I really liked it. I would echo a lot of the same uh, sentiments that you said there. I think, you know, overall, it's a, it's not just a movie for, like, I, I, I'm curious and I'm glad you brought it up. And I'm happy to hear that people who aren't necessarily like in the gaming space can walk into that movie and enjoy it. Cause I think, ultimately mm -hmm. a lot of that the movie is a lot for those people too you know the games are for exactly us. the movie is for a more broad audience maybe introduce some kids to mario in a way they don't know before uh i went in with pretty low expectations not like that it would be a bad movie but that i wasn't asking a lot for it from it you know yeah if you've played a mario game you know the plots are paper thin just like in this movie 
the plot is paper thin, but we don't go to Mario for a Godfather level plot. We go to Mario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to, to have a good time, get immersed in the world, feel like we're in the Mushroom Kingdom. And I really feel like this movie accomplished that on more levels than one. Um, I guess yeah. to get us started, um, you brought up the voice acting, which was probably the most highly contested thing about this movie before it ever came out. Um, Definitely. You... I'll never forget that Nintendo Direct. Oh my, when they announced the cast? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pratt's face, that was... It just, it just Never felt... forget that. And it also felt like the more they were announcing, it got more and more ridiculous. Like <laughs> Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong, Keegan-Michael yeah. Key is Toad. Like, yeah. it just couldn't stop going. Um, so I'll ask, who were some of your favorite performances in the film? Oh, Jack Black. Yeah, easy. Everyone. I don't, I don't see how anyone can come out of that movie and not say that Jack Black was easily, like, the best. Like, just fantastic. I also liked Charlie Day as Luigi. He was really funny. Um, Chris Pratt wasn't bad. Like, could it have been better? Maybe. But, like, I thought it was fine for a Mario movie. I thought he was fine. I had no problems with him. I liked Peach. I love Toad. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Loved that. Thought he did great. I feel like the weakest performance is probably Seth Rogen. But even then, I'm not... It, it could have been worse. Yeah. So, it yeah. I, I, and I don't know how much of that was like voice direction either. So, well, I mean, he literally just talked as Seth Rogen. So, there yeah, it wasn't much direction. They were probably like, hey, just do your thing, bud. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I actually really enjoyed Chris Pratt's Mario, which, yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, why didn't they just let Charles do it? Why didn't they just mm -hmm. let Charles do it? But seeing that the movie started in Brooklyn and Mario sort of had this real world life, which that is the lore, but you know, you never know what they were going to go with. But, yeah. you know, seeing that, like, he had a voice that reflected where he was from. And I love Charlie Day. I've watched Always Sunny more times than I can count. Um, but I actually thought Chris Pratt did a better job because I felt like Charlie Day yeah. was just doing Charlie Day, which works for Luigi. Mm -hmm. It does. It works. <laughs> but I was a little off put that Mario had such a thick Brooklyn accent. And that Luigi was just was just being Charlie Day. But either way, I, I love mm. both of their performances. I thought Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach was one of the strongest. Probably the... Yeah. Eight, no one was better than Jack Black. That goes without saying. Nobody mm -hmm. could top Jack Black's Bowser. But Anya Taylor-Joy's Peach was probably number two or number three with Mario and Chris Pratt. Yeah. And it's strange too. because I think going into it, people were a bit confused, especially when that first trailer came out and we heard her Peach voice, because usually Peach mm -hmm. is like, oh, Mario, like she has this yeah. very high voice and Anya doesn't have that, but it still worked really good. I still like, I think people sometimes forget it's less about the voice and what kind of voice you can put on and it's more mm -hmm. about the acting part of it, not yeah. just the fun things that you can do. So and I, I think, think she did really good. I thought she killed it. And I think something, yeah. something that's worth considering when you walk into a movie like this is, Mario characters really don't have a personality. We're speaking about the games here. They're all pretty just like parodies or sort mm -hmm. of like stereotypical characters. There's not much like, depth. There's not much depth. They have one-liners, they have funny voices, and it works, you know? But there's not a lot of character there. So when like actors like Chris Pratt or Anya Taylor-Joy sort of take liberties and the writers sort of take liberties to flesh these characters out a little more... Um, I, I personally had no problem with that. I, this is my favorite Peach 
we've ever had mm -hmm. personally. Um, yeah. You know, and we can get into like the characters and maybe some of the character arcs later. But I do want to say, and as much as I love a lot of his movies, I, I really want Seth Rogen recast. I love <laughs> Donkey Kong, and I yeah. thought Donkey Kong as a character. He, he was he was my least favorite for sure. Yeah, but I, I felt like the character itself actually. Because, like, not a lot of characters had arcs in this film. A lot of characters were pretty flat in their arcs. And, you know, that some characters need to be that for a story to move forward. But Donkey Kong had, like, an actual arc. You know, I'm not a guy who just smashes things. Mm -hmm. He can't get along with his dad. Stuff like that. And I don't know. Like, it just didn't. Seth Rogen's performance just really didn't do it for me. Where I honestly yeah. felt like everyone else, if they didn't knock it out of the park, I thought they did a stellar job. And I feel like Donkey Kong was very funny. <laughs> so, yes. like, it kind of sucks that his performance wasn't as strong. Because if it was stronger, I think a lot of that delivery would have been a lot better. It would have been a lot funnier. Because he has a lot of lines. I don't want to get into spoilers yet. Probably wait for later. But, like, there's just some things where I was like, it was really funny. There, there are lines that he delivered that did make me laugh. Like, he didn't do a yeah, bad definitely. job. He just didn't make him feel like Donkey Kong. Exactly, in a, in yeah. In a weird way. Um, mm -hmm. but, but overall, oh, what, what is it? The, whoever voice acted that star in the prison? Yes. Oh I saw, God. I don't know how true it is online, but I saw that it was like the director, one of the directors, one of the people that worked on the films, like kids. I, that's what I saw online. I was like, what? I could believe it. You know? I, yeah. I was like, wow. And actually my friends that like are just, you know, casual Mario fans, that was their favorite character. <laughs> Like they were like, that was the funniest thing. And that is the funniest thing, I think, in the movie, or at least one of them, especially for casual viewers. If you're not attached to Mario characters and there's just this weird star saying like the most cryptic shit imaginable. That was hilarious. That was, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie too. And like I said, that my friend really, she was dying at that. So. Yeah, honestly, anytime that character opened their mouth, I was dying. Because mm -hmm. it was just so off color compared to everything <laughs> else in the film. Like the film yeah. has its own sense of humor, but whenever that character stepped in, it was just like a whole other level, a whole other direction, which I, I yeah. thought was so good. Um, I thought it worked really well. Me too. So overall, I thought the voice acting was very good. You know, Seth Rogen doesn't have to be recast, but I would like to see maybe some more direction to kind of help him out a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, no shade on Seth Rogen. I like a lot of his old movies. Um, but... I guess one of the other things that have been relatively contested has been the soundtrack because there was a mix of Mario music and licensed music. Did you mm -hmm. have a particular opinion about that? So I know a lot of people were complaining about the take on me and valid, I guess. But like, I thought that was the funniest use of licensed music in the movie. Cause like, to me, I was just like, oh, it's just like this Kong getting in his car and like, he turns on the radio and take on me. It's like his favorite song and we're just driving with this Kong. Like, I thought that was funny. I liked that. To me, the one that stood out the most was I Need a Hero. Because in my opinion, I don't think any movie should use that because it's never going to be as good as Shrek 2. And if I'm watching your movie and they play I Need a Hero and all I can think of is Shrek 2, I'm not thinking about your movie. <laughs> And I think that was another one that had a replaced song. I think that was one of the ones that was like on the original soundtrack got cut. And I think that that one would have been better when he's like training to have some of that more original music. But I, my, that's, that's my unpopular opinion. I like Take On Me and I didn't like I Need a Hero. Everything else, 
that I remember I was like, mm, whatever, could have done without. But I will be a take on me defender. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll stand there with you and defend take on me to the day I die. Okay. okay I, good. Actually, I actually have memories. Uh, my friends and I, when we were in college and we would play Mario Kart, we would put on like a bunch of ska songs like that and sort of mute the TV. And that was just like mm -hmm. one song that was always coming on. So it actually like, like active, well, activated my nostalgia yeah. in, in like a perfect way. <laughs> Um, but, mm. you know, I didn't have a problem with it because I felt like there was such a good blend of original Mario yeah, music. Yeah, exactly. Like, I preferred if it was all Mario music, but I felt like the licensed music was used really tastefully. Um, exactly. It's, it's so funny you say that about Shrek 2, because I swear I was going <laughs> to say the same line if I, if I spoke first. Um, yeah. But overall, you know, not a problem. I thought, you know... One thing I would have liked to see was see the guy who made DK rap get credited in the credits. Yeah. But they just said from Donkey Kong 64. I think they did, yeah. him, a, think they did him a little dirty. Um, when that song came on, I was losing it. That I, was hype. I that was so it. good. I love that song. I, and I was like, have I seen him? Just like, DK. Like, it was so good. <laughs> and that's like, that's a thing where the movie. And the crowd, like, going me. wild. It was great. Yeah, so many people in my theater were like, whoa when that song came on. Yeah. But that's one of those moments that really surprised me where I'm like, wow, they're really, they're really trying to please the fans with this movie while appearing, mm -hmm. appealing to a general audience. And that can and be- And they really could have put a licensed song there. There's probably a ton of licensed songs that they could have used for that instead, mm -hmm. but they used the Donkey Kong rap and it was fantastic. It was yeah. so hype. <laughs> did you happen to see the Sonic movies at all? I did not. Okay. But I mean- I, I probably can't say much about them, but I'm really glad I'll, I will say this, that this is a fully animated movie. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. not a fan of when these mascot characters like Detective Pikachu, which I mean, Pokemon already has a ton of other things anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. But like, or Sonic that, you know, and like Sonic also has a lot of animated stuff, but I prefer when we don't put just like these video game characters into real-ish worlds. I don't know. I think it's... Well, I it would, feels less gamey, which I don't know. No, I, I'm I actually like with you. I enjoyed those yeah. movies. I have a lot of critiques about them. One is that there's such a heavy um, reliance on licensed music. Like the Sonic movies, mm. constant license. Sonic music has everywhere. great soundtracks. Better soundtracks than Mario. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a blue <laughs> I don't even guy. play Sonic. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm a blue blur guy till the day I die. I grew up in the 90s, so like Sonic versus Mario is just in my blood. Yeah. I will always prefer <laughs> Sonic to Mario, but mm -hmm. the Mario movie to me blows Sonic out of the water. And one of mm -hmm. the reasons I feel this way was a little bit of what you were getting at, where it's like the Sonic movies almost feels like they're bringing Sonic into my world where I'm like, I don't want to do that. But you're that. not in Sonic's world. Yeah, I want to go to Sonic's yeah. world. And the Mario movie, I feel like accomplished that tenfold even when we were in like exactly. the brooklyn version of mario mm -hmm. which speaking of easter eggs did you see they uh threw in paulina I think oh yes name. yeah when i yes. saw that i was just yes like, look, 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 i was like <laughs> she's in the movie just little things I like know. that too yeah um, but you know as far as the soundtrack went i was very happy with it more seeing i was really worried they were gonna pull a sonic and just do tons of freaking licensed music but Turns out that wasn't the case. And when they did do licensed music, I was pretty impressed mm -hmm. with how tasteful it was. Like, Take On Me, I think, is just the best example, you know? Yeah. Now, Not offensive. Just... <laughs> just just right run-of-the-mill how you need it. 
Uh, I guess yeah. the next thing I guess I would want to ask you, I want to start talking about some of these characters and maybe now we can get into the spoilers, which I did put a okay. spoiler tag on this. So if, if you are trying to avoid spoilers, again, it's a paper thin plot. You won't get spoiled on too much, but um, now be a good time. But who who are some of your favorite characters and why? Toad. I, I love Toad. Anyone that knows me know that I love the Toads very much. <laughs> And I, I I loved, like I said, I loved King and Michael Key's performance, but I also just loved like almost any scene where it was like the crew of them. I was kind of like watching Toad, even if he was in the background, because he's just like a really funny character. Mm -hmm. And um, like that scene where they're getting all the carts and Toad comes in with his sunglasses on. And he's like, he's mm. no, I was no like, I love you. Oh <laughs> yeah. Just, just this silly little guy in like this really like massive car. I thought that was hilarious. I like Toad. Um, I thought Luigi was funny, of course. Mario was good. I mean, Mario's like your run-of-the-mill character, so there's not much to say there. It's what you expect. But they even gave him like a bit of an arc and a bit of like this sort of insecurity about like not being good enough, which I didn't expect at all. And I thought that that was, I mean, better than nothing, right? And love Peach. Um bowser of course i think bowser was the standout even Easily. like bowser's never been one of my favorite characters i obviously prefer like the cutesy characters but i thought that if we're talking more so like objectively and like i kind of take my own biases aside i'm like i think bowser is probably the best character in mm -hmm. the movie just from like i mean we we all know peaches right mm -hmm. <laughs> like anything that is what people are taking away from this movie is the Peaches song. Mm -hmm. And he was just really funny. And I liked how they made him kind of maybe not like charming, but they got to show like the softer side. Cause I think even like, especially casual fans of Mero, they just think Bowser is like, Ugh, but you know, he has a bit of a softer side. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, that was fun. And I, I, I liked Bowser. I think Bowser is probably the best character, but my favorite was Toad, of course. <laughs> And I could pro I probably could have guessed Toad for you, um, but that's yeah. just, <laughs> just knowing you. Um, yeah. For, for me, honestly, and you were kind of getting into this too, I was really surprised with how good of a character they made Mario. Like, I just mm -hmm. did not see that coming. Like, the scene where, Neither he, did I. where he's at the, the, the table with his family and they're like, the, dad, yeah. the dad's like, I didn't expect any of that at all. No, and his dad's like, and you're bringing your brother down with you. And I'm just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Jeez, I did mm -hmm. not see that coming. But, you know, I, I love that. Like, this, these are the little details in movies that I, I gush over. So, like, you know, the movie starts and he doesn't like eating mushrooms. Like, he hates mushrooms yeah. in his pasta. He doesn't like mushrooms. But he's also, even though he'll stand up to a bully, he's relatively insecure. Mm -hmm. Especially with him being a short guy. Right, and Luigi. But I also, yeah. yeah, I also really liked him and Luigi and their like brotherly, brotherly relationship. So I really good. liked that. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot. I thought that was really well done. That. There's a lot they mm -hmm. could do with that in the future too. And again, just this idea that Mario, even when he was a baby, he's always standing up to people that are like ten times his size. So like, he didn't just start doing that with Bowser. That's just been like in his code is to stand mm -hmm. up to people bigger than him. And you see it with like his former boss who's like mocking him for starting his own business and stuff like that. Just stuff like that. I, I didn't expect them to go with. And like, again, these are the little things I gush over. So Mario doesn't like mushrooms. He won't eat his mushrooms, but he's insecure about how small he is. 
But in order for him to grow, he has to eat a mushroom. In order for him to like grow into the mm-hmm. guy that can help Peach and save his brother, he has to do the thing he doesn't like to do. He has to do the thing that makes him uncomfortable, eating the mushroom. And that whole montage of him eating the mushrooms and doing the obstacle course and then hurl like vomiting over the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, like that's actually a really good message to send like to kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, hey, if you want to be the hero, it- it's not enough to have to have the stand up to the bully attitude. It's not enough to have the courage. It's not enough to have any of that. You have to do the thing you don't want to do. You have to do something you yeah. don't like. I was just really impressed with that. I thought they would go the route. The movie starts. Oh, I love mushrooms. You know, like it would have just been (laughs) easy bang, bang for him. But stuff like that, I really liked with him. And, you know, I kind of like the idea that he, even though he's so determined and so diligent, the movie starts and he's relatively incompetent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a main character has to grow. And we all know Mario is a hero. And you can't just start the movie with him being a hero and being good at everything. Like he kind of needed to be a bit of a fool before he could become the hero. And it's just, it's little things like this. They did with his character that I absolutely loved. Um, Mm -hmm. Peach was a great mentor figure, which was really her role in this film was to be Mario's mentor. Hey, you're new to this world. I know everything about it. I Mm -hmm. know how to navigate it. Let me show you the way. And And you even see them have sort of this bond just because she's around all these toads all the time. And now she's around a human. (laughs) I thought that was funny. Me too. And you know, she's like another person. (laughs) it, it, It gives them a good reason to bond quickly. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And maybe I'm stupid, right? Maybe I'm stupid. <laughs> but I only realized that this in the movie. So you know the whole like mythos of a princess and the frog and you have to kiss the frog and the whole princess frog sort of mythos in fairy tales? Yeah. That's why she's the princess and they're called toads, even though they're mushrooms. It's been an homage to the sort of princess and frog dynamic the whole time. And I've been playing Mario games for like 25 years, never conceptualized that. It's okay, I didn't know either. Right? I feel like I probably read it online one time and it just like went, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just one thing that just came to my mind. Um, mm-hmm. Who was that? But Pete, again, going back to Peach, I feel like sometimes people are being almost saying like, oh, she's a little boring because she's too good at everything. And I don't, I she's don't too like, girl bossy. I don't, I don't like because yeah, well yeah, does she's a girl boss? She's the princess of the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom. You're not going to be yeah. a leader without being a bit of a boss. That said, mm-hmm. she's a flawed character. She's reckless. Yeah. She went to face Bowser head on with one toad by her side, like that was going to work, and all it did was create a bigger mess. So it's not like she's mm-hmm. just this flawless, you know, what's the term, Mary Sue? She has flaws. She needs yeah. to overcome, just like everybody else. But again. Of course she's a girl boss. She's the princess of the kingdom, a place Mario's never been. Of course she knows how to navigate it and she's going to serve as a mentor figure. And this was something else too, where I actually really liked the decision that Luigi was the one who needed to be rescued. Because Me this, too. This movie was like an... Without it was about the, the brothers more so than Mario and Peach, I felt. Like it was more about Mario and Luigi and their brotherly relationship. But that was great. Exactly. And at the end of the day, this movie without the credits has a runtime of like an hour and 20 minutes. You are not going to get Mario to the point that he cared that much about Peach, that he was willing to do a life-saving rescue mission. However, exactly. when the movie starts and the dad says to him, you're dragging your brother down with you, and then they go through mm-hmm. those pipes and Luigi's in trouble, it just creates this perfect scenario of like, of course he's going to do 
anything and everything to save Luigi. I, I just thought exactly again, I was even though the plot is paper thin, when it comes to that sort of character development, that's where mm-hmm. I was shocked. I'm like, wow, they did a lot better than I thought they would. Yeah, I like the direction that they took it because when you first hear about a Mario movie, you're like, well, what what the hell are they gonna do? Like it's it's Mario. He's just gonna save the princess and Bowser's gonna be there. And you know, it's you don't know what they would do with this IP. You don't know anything going into it. And I thought that the direction they took was really, really good. Better than I would have thought, you know, given the track record of video game movies. <laughs> Which is like a um, movie to break the curse, by the way. I, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm not about to say that here, but <laughs> but really, you know, people have low expectations going into these things. And I think it's mm-hmm. easy to mess it up, especially when it is something like Mario, where there's not much to work with to begin with. But I, I thought that it was really good. I liked where they took it. Me too. And like, you know, you brought up that brother dynamic between Mario and Luigi. I thought that was really cool that they kind of played on that same dynamic with Mario and Donkey Kong in getting them Mm -hmm. to bond, you know, where, you know, it's, and again, when you rope in the whole father dynamic too, Mario wants to prove his dad wrong. Donkey Kong wants to prove his dad wrong. And that while Luigi's over here and captured Mario and Donkey Kong sort of become these reluctant brothers in arms, right? They have a common enemy. They have to work together. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, wow, again, there's a move that was a lot smarter than I thought they'd pull. And, Here's something where I think I'm looking too far into it. Um, But, you know, when they go through the pipes and then Mario kind of divvies off into the Mushroom Kingdom and Luigi divvies off into Bowser's Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like the two characters traveled inward, right? Because if you look inside Mario, he's optimistic. You know, he's he's got courage. Mm -hmm. He's, he's, He's a brighter personality. So he goes to the Mushroom Kingdom, this very bright optimistic place and then you have luigi who's a bit of a coward he's a scaredy cat he's kind of always being pulled and pushed around by fear so where does he go he goes to this terrifying place with the dry bones and the lava mm-hmm. and again I, I i'm willing to accept that i'm looking a little too far into that but it's just another thing where i'm like wow this is actually really really uh God, I can't think of it. Mm -hmm. You know what that made me think of that I thought was really funny? Mm -hmm. There's like this one shy guy that like has has, like a gas mask or something. And I was like watching it. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, it's just just one of those little decisions where I was like, this is interesting. What did you think (laughs) of the blue shell guy? Oh, my God. Yeah. When they're like on the Rainbow Road and he's like, I'm going to like make this sacrifice. And it's like the blue shell. <laughs> um, me and my friends like gasped in the theater when like they said blue shell. It was like cause you just, you know, you know, no. you play Mario Kart. Everyone knows the blue shell. Everyone knows that feeling. <laughs> that fear, it was hilarious. That fear yeah. that it's coming. Oh Everyone was God. just like, <gasps> <laughs> like, what are they going to do? The whole Mario Kart sequence, by the way, the fact that there was a battle in the on rainbow road i was like okay mm-hmm. i didn't like and i will say as faithful as this movie was to the lore they did take a lot of liberties with donkey kong's world um yeah I, I don't i don't see anyone really complaining about that but mm-hmm. um that was a pretty interesting part of the film where i mean they showed you in the trailers they were gonna end up on rainbow road but i thought that was just gonna be like almost like filler that it was just like oh let's just do a little mario yeah. Kart thing but it actually turned out to be like a full blown battle. And like you said, like blue shells popping up and Mario's doing all these sort of acrobatic things. And then Mario and Donkey Kong are forced to team up 
in that. Speaking of which, what did you think of the whole like Smash Brothers sequence with the sort of like Mario versus Donkey Kong on like the horizontal platform? Well, I didn't. I didn't see. I don't play Smash, so that didn't even like pop into my mind when I was watching it. But I, I did. I liked the, the fight that they had. Yeah. And I thought that was cool too because you know, this is supposed to be Mario's origin, right? And Mario's mm-hmm. true origin is his battle with Donkey Kong. So I'm glad that they made some time. Yeah, sort of... I, w- I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that that was something cool too. Where I was like, good. Good. They shouldn't just be buddy buddy from the beginning, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool too. Um, all right. So look, we talked soundtrack. We talked a little voice acting. We talked some of our favorite characters. I guess before we maybe move on into some more speculative things, any favorite scenes or standout scenes to you? They're like there. There's a few. Um, I going back to I think her name is Luma the star. Is that her yeah. name? I can't. Well, I haven't played Galaxy I think, yet. I think Luma is sort of like the species, like it's a Koopa. Yeah. Koopas okay. And a Luma. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the final scene where they're like getting closer to the lava, and Luma's just like laying there, and she's like, "Mercy!" It's she says some sort of line like that. I was like losing my mind. And then also the second post credit scene where, you know, we're going into the pipes mm-hmm. and we see the Yoshi egg. And like at this point in the theater, it was only my group of friends and maybe like two other people. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching it. I see the egg and I'm just like, Yoshi, <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> and, then, and then you see like the Yoshi. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh my God, that, that was great. I was so happy because I took, I have like this little Yoshi figure He's like really tiny. I like put him in my pocket to go to the show. And I was just like, you know, I was like, guys, and he, he wasn't in the movie. But then you get that tease mm-hmm. for more Yoshi. I, I was very happy with that. <laughs> As was I, because I spent the whole movie. I was kind of like nudging my wife, like, where's Yoshi? Where's Yoshi? Because mm-hmm. Yoshi's Because we favorite. didn't see him. Yeah, he's, yeah. My, he's my second favorite next to Toad. But because um, we didn't see him in like any of the trailers or anything other than just that sort of peek at the Yoshi's Island with like the different color Yoshis like running and everything. Mm-hmm. And so... I didn't have high hopes that we were going to see much of Yoshi, but it's like, how do you have a Mario movie with like no Yoshi, right? Because right. he is one of the most popular characters. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, oh, no, it was no, we're going to get like, more. <laughs> it was like icing on the cake for me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, exactly. We hit, whole, we hit my whole checklist. I was exactly. I, um, I thought the, um, <laughs> The, the first scene where you go really into Bowser's kingdom and it's just like a party in hell. Yes. Yes. Maybe I'd hang out in Bowser's kingdom more than the mushroom. I kingdom. know. They're right. Fun. Um, yeah. I thought that was, so, and then, I, that was a big and then he's though. like talking about how he's going to propose and everyone's just like, Wait, huh? what? <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, or she says, no, we'll just destroy everything. And it's like, ah, <laughs> it was like the yeah. moon landing everyone was just like partying like mm-hmm. there was so much about yeah, that that, that was like, good yeah i um i thought the the magic koopa kamek sort of like bowser's side yeah with the wand was very cool i was dying the first time he's sort of playing peaches and he gets interrupted yes. and he's like jam with me and they start going like yes yeah yes slams the yeah i liked that honestly any scene jack black was in really stole the show for me um yeah so any scene with him stood out 
I, I will say just that whole dinner table scene with Mario and his family, because that was just a thing. I, I, I know I'm repeating myself a little bit. Didn't there. expect it at all. Yeah, it's a thing I never expected them to do in a million years. So mm-hmm. it really uh, it really surprised me. Um, any other notable scene? I mean, the scene where Mario <laughs> and Luigi team up and sort of and sort of save the day was yeah you know that's of course. the per- the perfect punctuation on the story mm-hmm. uh one other little thing i liked was when like you first meet toad and he's just kind of like showing mario around mm-hmm. uh, with the music they play a little bit of like the captain toad theme where it's like they play a bit that. of that yeah it's like it's not you know full out but it's like in the music and i was, I was just sitting there and i was like oh my god because i love my toads <laughs> I basically that made same, me happy. I basically had the same reaction when the DK rap came on. I was like, yes. Yeah. This is my yeah. Jam. Those two are the ones where I was like, oh, yeah. That is my jam. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So um, I guess what we could get to is maybe what, what would be your criticisms of the film? If you could critique it with like, say there's a sequel in mind, which these movies make yeah. way too much money for them not to do a sequel. So with yeah. the se- an upcoming <laughs> sequel in mind and likely... What are some of your criticisms of the film? Where do you really want to see them improve? Honestly, I'm not sure. Like, I know a lot of people were complaining about the pacing, which is something I I disagree with. I can see why people feel that way, but I'm like, it's a kid's movie. I mean, maybe it's just because I don't have the best attention span. I don't want to watch a movie for longer than an hour and 30 minutes. (laughs) Like, so that wasn't an issue with me. I didn't really feel like it was going too fast at all. I don't know. Like, I... Because the only thing I can think of is that I wish we got to the Mushroom Kingdom maybe a bit quicker and spent more time there instead mm-hmm. of being in Brooklyn. But at the same time, I feel like that was necessary to build Mario and Luigi's character. Yeah. And, you know, kind of get adjusted to that. And then, you know, you're taken out of it. I, I really don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, well, I want You sound like Wario. a happy customer. That's what I'm hearing. I, I am. I yeah. want, you know, I want to see Wario and Waluigi and Yoshi. Like, I want to see more characters maybe some more areas Mm, but like yeah but that's just things that i want to see more of Mm -hmm. i feel like everything that was in this movie i didn't really have i don't really think i have many criticisms honestly (laughs) yeah honestly i don't have many i got what i wanted i definitely got what i wanted i definitely left satisfied the only Mm -hmm. two criticisms i would have would be i think donkey kong needs better voice direction yes and I would like to see a bit of a thicker plot. Yeah. It's not a must have. And like, yeah, and like a lot of people were saying, this is like the first movie. You have to get everything established before you can kind of delve deeper into things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I have many criticisms. Like, like it's a Mario movie. Like, I'm not, my expectations story-wise are a lot lower. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that that'd be something to mention too, is like, this is as much as I did enjoy this movie. I wouldn't, as far as animated films go, it, it to me it's just like not on the level of a Shrek or a Toy no. Story or a Kung Fu Panda. But mm-hmm. I would like to see them go for it. Like that yeah. would be my thing. I think they can do it. I know Mario plots typically mm-hmm. are pretty thin, and there's not a lot going on there. But I would, even though, and I think it was smart to play it safe in the first film. You know, just do it as it's done. Simple plot, simple story. I mean, everything established. I mean, hey. We got Shrek before we got Shrek 2, so. Oh, are you saying, this is going to divert us, are you saying you like <laughs> Shrek 2 better than Shrek 1? 
Yeah. That is hearsay. They're both really good. They are both They're both, both really good. They're both great. They're both fantastic. But the first but one I, for me, I could, I, that is just yeah. probably my favorite animated film of all time. Mm -hmm. one. I think they're both fantastic. But respect but yeah. for Shrek 2. Shrek 2 is as good yes. as a cinematic sequel can get. I'll say that. That is true. It is the best sequel. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone would really debate that. Yeah. I don't think so either. Um, but, you know, it is worth considering, like, even though this is a movie for everyone, it is a movie for kids, you know? So there's not a whole lot they could do with that. Like, I'm actually surprised yeah. they, they tempted dipping Luigi in lava to, for death. Like, mm -hmm. I'm surprised they kind of took it that like, far. Yeah, and I felt like they still had some of that, like, adult humor. Like, I feel like the mm -hmm. entire character of Luma was just, like, so hilarious. And, yeah. like, you know, it appeals to, like, that older sense of humor where kids are probably, like don't really get it but then mm. people are like oh that's relatable <laughs> <laughs> please bring the sweet embrace of death yeah oh, what was it there was yeah. one line it had was like uh in an insane world it's the crazies who are sane or something like that yeah he's like swinging yeah. in the jail cell just unhinged luma <laughs> i think yeah and i love that like the penguin chief was like slowly breaking every time yes. the luma opened its mouth oh but too good too good. Mm -hmm. All right. So I guess where I want to take this, you know, we're already close to close. Oh, wow. We're over 40 minutes in. Um, wow. So where do they go from here? Where do they go from here? Because again, this movie is making way too much money for there not to be more movies. Mm -hmm. You know, where does this all go? Where is this all headed? I mean, there's no, no way that they don't make more movies. I mean, I think the easy answer is just like, a direct sequel kind of like you know put yoshi in there obviously it was teased so that's makes sense um plot wise i don't have many ideas <laughs> i i just i just know i want to see yoshi and like wario waluigi mm -hmm. and you know i don't know what they're gonna do with bowser because now bowser is like in this little like jar or cage thing mm -hmm. is he gonna get let loose like what's gonna happen there are we gonna sounds, have a different villain sounds like a good way to rope in wario and waluigi that's what i mean that's what i'm thinking like do we have wario and waluigi be sort of like these evil guys well, I mean, like, all you gotta do is take kamek right take kamek he finds yeah. wario promises him a heavy ransom because we know wario's greedy hey <laughs> go go rescue bowser and we'll pay you all the money you want something mm -hmm. like boom now wario and waluigi are involved um, and I think that could do a lot. I would love like a Luigi Waluigi rivalry. Um, but I think mm -hmm. direct sequel is, is a layup I, and I'm seeing a yeah. lot of chatter out there. People are like, Oh, now they're going to do a Zelda movie and a Metroid movie and a Star Fox movie. I'm like, pump the brakes. I'm not sold on that yet. Pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. I think they have to make a good sequel before we could really go down that road. And again, you know, as much as I may love you know, series like Metroid. Metroid just doesn't have the pull that Mario has. No. So in order for to get a general audience invested in, exactly. in Nintendo properties that they're not necessarily aware of, you need to establish these Mario movies as worthwhile and not lightning exactly. in the bottle. First movie was great. Everything else. They, they need a Shrek too. Exactly. Before you can go make the Puss in Boots movie, you need to exactly. make sure too. Yeah. That that's And you know, I've at. seen 
I've seen some people, t- you know, speculating about like, well, if we get a Luigi's Mansion movie, and like personally, like I do want that, but I, that's not going to be the next thing. No, and it like I be. think that's no. I think honestly, what I think they could do is, did you ever see the Shrek like Halloween special? It's like yes. half hour. Yeah, yeah. I think they could do that with Luigi's Mansion because I, I don't know if they make an entire movie out of it. I don't know if that's the right call. But I think they could do like a little half hour, like Luigi's Mansion special for Halloween. I think that'd be I'd super cute. But, I'd love that. Yeah. Um, I think what they could do too, if they didn't want to go a direct sequel route, and this is where my brain went once we saw the Yoshi getting mm-hmm. hatched. And this is again, just my brain spinning in a million directions. Is you ever play Yoshi's Island? Is that the one? With a baby, is that the baby book? Mario? No, that's Yoshi's no. story. Yes, that's okay. I played a bit of that one. I probably played it at some point, but I don't remember it that so well. Yoshi's Island, basically, Yoshi mm-hmm. has a baby Mario, and he needs to escort baby yeah. Mario to safety. I think you might be able to pull off a Yoshi's Island movie that has a baby mm-hmm. Mario and a baby Luigi, right? Mm-hmm. And then you you could see that there's been this relationship between like the real world and the Mushroom Kingdom for a long time. And yeah, I, this is where my brain went. Imagine you have this Yoshi's Island movie where Yoshi rescues Mario and the Yoshi that rescued Mario lays the egg that hatches at the end of the Mario movie. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that is where my head goes. Cause I really think they really need to flesh out mushroom kingdom before they really, I think so too anywhere else with this. Um, I don't know if, if they did venture beyond Mario, what Nintendo Mm -hmm. property would you want to see adopted next? Honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, I think the easy answer is Zelda, but like I think of, and I, I've only really played Breath of the Wild in like a bit of Ocarina of Time. I'm not the biggest Zelda fan, but I did really like Breath of the Wild. But anyway, um, I think that's the easy answer. That's what a lot of people I think would say is like their second biggest IP. Mm-hmm. But I just, I mean, I don't know because I didn't know how Mario movie was going to work either, right? But I just think like, I don't, I wouldn't want it to be live action. Me neither. But I worry that if you made an animated movie, like, I don't feel like it would be for kids because Zelda isn't always, like, as goofy or as silly. And, you know, it's a different vibe on its own. So I don't know, like, marketing-wise who you would target and what you would do. They could do, like, a Wind Waker style, that sort of cel-shaded Toon Link. Mm -hmm. You could do a movie with that. Because you do bring up a good point. You know, you're not going to be able to target kids as easily. With a Zelda movie, yeah, I still think I'd be for the gamers. But then, what's that audience marketing money? General (laughs) audience. I mean, you you raise a good Mm -hmm. point. At the end of the day, movies are for general audiences. They spent a hundred million dollars making the Mario movie, which is impressive. They Disney spent two hundred million making Lightyear, which is why they lost money on it. They put this out at a hundred million. They've already Mm -hmm. blown through like like already made all that money back and more. And the movie has yeah. barely been out for, for two weeks. Um, I think with Zelda, it'd be a lot more risky. It would definitely I be think risky. people might not want to hear that because I think a lot of people, you know, people love Zelda. But I just... I'll tell you this. Mario huge... is like the biggest gaming thing out there. I mm-hmm. think it's hard to compare Mario to literally any other series. And that's I don't that... think people always realize that. And I would agree with you there. And I think if they were to do venture into these other properties... They can't do it thinking they're going to make Mario money, right? Let's say this mm-hmm. movie tops out at a billion dollars, which, by the way, this movie's already at 500 million, hasn't launched in Japan, hasn't I launched I saw it was 600 South- million as of today. 600 now? Jesus. And again, yeah. we haven't touched South Korea. We haven't touched Japan. 
And this is without it doing well in China. It's a crazy thing. It isn't even in Japan yet. And Japan is huge for it's Mario. Main, like that's the main market. Yeah. Exactly. And I think this movie's going to have a lot of staying power too. Like I think come summertime, you're going to see there'll still be theaters running this movie. Um, People are talking about it. It's, yeah. it's a it's like you know like I tweeted about this and like I remember when like Frozen came out and you know you had all these these kids singing like Let It Go like I feel like now you're seeing people like all the peaches memes <laughs> like everyone's talking about peaches and everyone's watching the Mario movie so even if you didn't go see it this week people are talking about it people are gonna be like oh I heard that the Mario movie was good let's go take my kids and you know like wait till all the it's huge come out too. You have mm-hmm. Peach's metal cover, <laughs> Peach's opera cover. I'm wait- I can't wait for all that. To I feel start like dropping. Jack Black could do all of them. I feel he like could. he could do that on his own. <laughs> he really could. He's a guy, man, where like his his singing voice has only continued to get better yeah. with age. Like he was mm-hmm. belted in that song, man. That was, was great. Was incredible. I hope that so long as he's Bowser, they always give him a musical number. And I did like Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I did like the like you know, as Sometimes musical numbers in animated films are hit or miss for me. You know, sometimes they really take me out of it. But this felt natural. It didn't feel like, oh, we're just going to sing this song because we're doing the thing, like, you know, like in Tarzan. Because Bowser's this soft guy deep down. (laughs) But he's still, like, belting. He's like, preach. I like like, when he's in the privacy of his own room. It's like, Mm -hmm. like, this is the real Bowser. He's this sentimental, lovey-dovey type when he's in the room. But in front of his constituents, in front of his uh, Mm -hmm. soldiers, he's the brute. Um, Which, I I, again, stuff like that. But, you know, getting back Mm -hmm. into, like, them maybe venturing into other properties. A Zelda film? I don't know. Because I think part of what immerses people in Zelda is that Link doesn't speak. So... I don't know That's how you the pull other that thing. Off. The way I see it is like, yeah. okay, then it's a movie surrounding Zelda and Zelda's kind mm-hmm. of driving the plot. Or, you know, like you played a little bit of Ocarina. He has Navi. Navi could kind of be the vocal leader. I could see that happening. Film, stuff like that. You yeah. Midna too, or any other sort of helper. But, yeah. you know, I, when I think what's the easiest one for them to adapt is Metroid. And you don't have to spend mm-hmm. a lot of money on it. You don't need big names. They could spend a fraction of what they spent on this movie. Doesn't have to make a billion That's dollars. That's true. It, it's all about the budget. If they want to yeah. go hard, I think the only answer is a second Mario movie, obviously. Correct. I think if they do any other IP, it has to be smaller. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And then there's the question of, well, do they do a Zelda movie? Could they do a Zelda TV show? Animated, live action, mix of both. Is it just like a Netflix show? Is it, you know, something you just don't know. There's so many options. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll say this. What I, like As far as like, you know, going on your point with sort of a Zelda film, find mm-hmm. me an artistic hipster that can make a fantastic movie with a silent protagonist. Pull it off. Mm-hmm. Find me someone. You I, know, think, cause I think they could do it, but there has to be a different direction than Mario for sure. Definitely. It would need to take itself a little more seriously. Um, you know, a very... Uh, Excuse me. A very wise man once said to me, if you want to see how creative you are, give yourself limitations and then you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Now he's a drummer and what he'll do is he'll write drum parts where he can only use one hand. And then yeah. he, now he, he wrote this whole creative thing and now he gets to enable the second hand and now like the art, it sort of explodes. So I would sort of like to see someone who could try to pull something like that off. But again, mm-hmm. I, I think... 
a Mario sequel is probably the best idea. And then I think they'd be wise not to fall into this trap of having to spend a hundred million plus dollars on every movie they make. It's okay. Spend 25 million. You don't need Chris Pratt and Charlie Day and Jack Black. (laughs) You could get a nobody to voice Samus, right? Exactly. And we'll be fine. You don't have to shell out that kind of money, but I don't know. Gamers like like, we're familiar with these IPs, but the general audience isn't. And I, I don't know. I don't think that they need to be these huge things in the same way that Mario is like, if they get there, right. Not complaining, but well, well, I just I think, think being reasonable. <laughs> yeah, because I think this is the trap Marvel has fallen into where every film, yeah. they're spending half a billion dollars thinking it's going to gross as much as Endgame. And the movies, like take take uh, the recent Ant-Man movie, it made like mm-hmm. $300 million, which that's not chump change, but because they spent mm-hmm. so much, they're in the negative. So That's I, crazy. I, yeah, I, I would be very worried about Nintendo sort of falling into that same trap as opposed to being like, hey, don't need to break the bank. We can make smaller scaled films that aren't going to make as much money and, you know, et cetera, et cetera from there. But still make a profit. Still (laughs) Still make a good profit. And even outside of that, there's also like merchandise. Like when you think about, there's already a lot of Mario merchandise out there. I have, I have quite quite a bit of it here's my yoshi but um (laughs) i have quite a bit of mario merchandise and i think about like there's gonna be so much more of it now it's gonna be harder to get there's gonna be more people wanting it Mm -hmm. like even outside of the movie the billions of dollars that's making think about like the merchandise and you know mario game sales are gonna Mm -hmm. go up like it's crazy to think about how much money this is going to make nintendo in the long run you rate you that's a that is such a good point because merchandise really is sort of like a bottomless pit of cash like i know because i buy it (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but for real though, like, for instance, if you put out a figure of Bowser at the piano, I buy it tomorrow. Yeah. I buy it tomorrow. And that is, that's such a good point you make is the merchandise is going to sell like absolute mad. Wow. I didn't even consider that. All the kids are getting Mario for Christmas this year. (laughs) Oh yeah. There's going to be lots of Mario at Halloween. You know what? You know what they, oh, that's a good point. But you know what they should do? They should make like a bowser like a plushie or something i actually i think i saw this on tiktok but they had like a -A build-a-bear bowser and you put the peaches in it but like you could make like not maybe not like a doll but like a figure where you like press its hand and you just hear peach like (laughs) like there's so many things that they could do and i've even seen like a special like toad race like the frying pan from the movie Mm -hmm. like just you know more movie tie-in merch i just they, they, they're going to go crazy with it. I hope they do anyway. <laughs> me too. I kind of like that Toad has the frying pan. It makes me think that that's where Peach is going to pick it up from. Because I, I, I think you said you don't play Smash, but in Smash Brothers, she does have a, a frying pan she can whack. Oh, yeah. So I, thought that oh, was I love a, that. And I did like that. I mean, um, she's raised by the Toads. So Yeah. I, I kinda, yeah. You know, getting back into the movie of it all, I did like that they kind of tease like maybe Peach is from Mario's world. Yeah. You know? And then, and, you know, I wonder, you know, if in the sequel, if she starts having this sort of dilemma of like, well, maybe I should go and see what this real world is like, and, you know, like they could because now she's actually been in the real world except in the movie. They're in this weird amalgamation of mm-hmm. Brooklyn it's and like the Mushroom sing- Kingdom. Yeah, like so, yeah. yeah. So I wonder if, you know, that's something that her character goes through because. Her character arc in this movie, you know, she's very girl boss, but she doesn't have that same thing, you know, as Mario with like Luigi and his brother and, mm-hmm. you know, going through all that. She doesn't have that quite yet, but I think that could be something for her. Yeah. And then is the idea of wondering, 
just yeah and who sent her there because like they, they mm-hmm. kind of she shows that flashback where she arrives at the mushroom kingdom and it's like okay somebody brought her here why mm-hmm. you know it sort of begs the question um and, and it makes me think because like you know peach is a little more spunky in this in this movie as opposed to sort of her cartoonish persona in the mario mm-hmm. games it makes me wonder though what's going to happen when they introduce daisy because Daisy is typically the spunky one. And like, is that, I'd love for them to like, clash. I would love to see her dynamic with Luigi. <laughs> yeah. That, that too. That too. I would like to, but see yeah, that's, clash. that's a good point. They, yeah. That's another point that I think they could, and I know I've been focusing on Yoshi, Wario and Waluigi, but like also Daisy for the sequel for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That, that's really good. I, yeah, I think her and her and peach would very much be like, you know, I think they butt heads. Maybe rivals. Maybe like, I think it could work. Honestly, I would I like to see surprised. it. I wouldn't be surprised if, and again, you could, they could take liberties with this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If Daisy ends up getting grouped in with Wario and Waluigi. This way, all three yeah. of the main cast, they have their rival. Mario's yes. got Wario, Luigi has Waluigi. Peach has Daisy. And then the movie sort I would of love ends. That. Daisy falls in love with Luigi and that makes her switch sides and, you, know, mm-hmm. you can play with that too, where it's like Luigi has a crush on the enemy. I Enemies like- to lovers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that, that I really like that idea. And that's Nintendo, like, if you're listening, <laughs> they're not. They're, if they're listening, it's <laughs> we'll know they're listening if this uh, podcast gets demonetized. Then we know they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> if we get the copyright strike then yeah. i'm sorry like 10 minutes after this is over i'm gonna text you luna yeah they were listening they didn't like it <laughs> yeah but uh ultimately um you know they this movie did a really good job setting everything up you know i feel like that whereas this movie needed to we had to spend half the movie setting everything up not just who these characters are the mushroom kingdom mm-hmm. and what the dilemma is I feel like in this next film, they can just go, you know, exactly start and go, which nice surprise. They play. I got played for a fool a little bit at the end when you see Mario and Luigi and they're in their home, like, oh, they went back to Brooklyn, but then they open the door. I know. I was like, oh my God. I was like, no, they can't do that. But then they open the door. They're in the Yeah, I was like, I can do the sequel if they're just back. (laughs) But um, just again, they really did a great job. Um, I guess before we open it up to the chat, was there anything else uh, you wanted to mention or discuss? I don't think so. I feel like we touched on everything that I was thinking of with the movie. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. All right, then let's uh, let's see what they've been chatting about. I'll start over on YouTube. Will's Word says, from the top selling games, we could see Donkey Kong, Pokemon, maybe Zelda movies. I, you know, Pokemon's always going to do its own thing at the end of the day. So I think Pokemon movies are inevitable. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Detective Pikachu sequel because that movie did do pretty well. Um, Donkey Kong? I feel like they need to make a Donkey Kong game because it's been forever since they've made a Donkey <laughs> Kong game. So They got to get started on that first. Yeah, I, I think the next, if they were to go beyond Mario, I think the next two options are probably Metroid or Zelda. Like, that just seems like the low-hanging fruit. Okay, Jordan Krupka says, not trying to be a negative Nancy. Here we go. But I felt the movie was boring. Visually and musically, it was outstanding. I loved all the references from the Mario universe. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair take. 
you know, if you if, if you're it's in, straightforward. It's very straightforward. There's not a lot of shock. There's not a twist. There's no twist in the movie. You know, it does play its plot very run in the mill. So if you went into this movie looking for plot, you didn't get a whole lot of it. If you went into the movie looking for character development, you really only got it with Mario. Everyone else is pretty much the same at the same character at the end of the movie, save for maybe Donkey Kong. Um, see, Con Donahue says they'd love a Luigi's Mansion movie, so they love your idea about that. Um, Renee says all of y'all's ideas are brilliant, and the Captain Toad music was amazing, which I completely missed. It was so cute. That. I completely missed that. It's, it's fine. It was adorable. <laughs> Will's Word says we can wish for an Earthbound movie. Or Star Fox would be neat. Look, I'm I think we'd be lucky to get anything Star Fox. <laughs> I'm a Star Fox shill. <laughs> Can't even get a game. <laughs> I'm a Star Fox shill. I'd go to that movie ten times just to support, you know, faceless, yeah. <laughs> just to support faceless corporation. But we, we're dreaming. We're dreaming. There's, yeah, I'd love a Star Fox movie. It's not coming. If you want something cinematic with Star Fox, look up a Fox in Space on YouTube. It's a fan made show for Star Fox and it has a very very sort of um, adult direction. A lot of uh, intense moments, very, very plot driven. So that's what I would I say. I think a lot of these smaller IPs you wouldn't even see for like 10 years down no. the line. Because even if they decide to it's make it, like when you think about how long it's going to take to animate it and make it all, I don't think we would see a lot of those smaller IPs for quite some time. No, I think if you're a fan of Star Fox, Earthbound or Donkey Kong, you should um, be praying for a game I just oh. thought of one that we haven't touched on. Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. Okay, how do you take a game that has virtually no plot? I so, mean, they did it with Mario. Shoot, it's all you. The floor is yours. Go for it. Interestingly, interest, there was an Animal Crossing movie. It's like an anime movie. It was many years ago. I think it was during like the Wild World City Folk era. So maybe like late 2000s, early 2010s. I can't remember exactly. But, and they basically had it. They had the you know the villager character and she's basically just interacting with the villagers i haven't watched it in so long so it's hard to remember but it's just this really cute cozy thing just like animal crossing so you know i don't know what you do with the plot but i think that that would be you know next to zelda i think that would probably make the most sense because you think of how much animal crossing has sold animal crossing is quite a bit of merch as well so it's you know it has that casual it's appeal that printer. they would want you can you can market animal crossing i think pretty good so i don't know what they go for plot wise but I think i've got it tom nook <laughs> is having a debt crisis and the villagers all need to come together and solve it but the problem is you're the only villager who works so you're this villager who needs to like delegate tasks and motivate all these villagers who normally don't do anything like that but tom mm -hmm. Nook is like relying on you so it's like villager and isabella have to team up to make it work i could see something like that working but you're so yeah. right where it's like that ip is a money printer like yeah. they could really work with that and there's like, I don't know what they would do with it either, because there's like an alarming amount of Animal Crossing lore, like across the games where it's like uh, Mabel and Sable and, you know, figuring out more about like how they grew up. And then you have, um, oh my God, what's his name? Tortimer. Um, he's like the mayor in like the earlier games. But then later on, he's like retired and he's on the island. And like, there's these different characters and they like age and they grow up. So like, where do you set that? Yeah. And they, they could do quite a bit, I think, with Animal Crossing, but... They, that, they need a better idea than what's in my head right now, but they could definitely do it. 
I, and honestly, if they were to go beyond Mario, that honestly, that's probably their best bet. Because I don't like, know why I didn't think of that earlier. <laughs> that, and when you think about, I was it, just thinking of like Nintendo games. I was like, oh my god, like Animal Crossing is like the Nintendo thing for me that isn't Mario. You know, like and, that's. And what's genius about it too is like no one's gonna get mad about a faithful adaptation, right? Like, yes. Considering all the voices are. But you know what people will get mad at if their favorite villager isn't in the movie. Oh man. Imagine. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. That that could be rough. But that's rough. I mean, <laughs> they'll probably rely on. They the, could uh, do a lot. They could, and honestly, like you're saying, that's um, it's their second biggest IP at this point. Honestly. For a casual market, I would say, and for yeah. one that I think would be easier to adapt, like it's between that and Zelda. Mm-hmm. I think where Zelda gets tricky is you have a bunch of dweebs like me who are going to exactly. Knit. I'm going to. Knit. You said exactly before I explained myself. <laughs> no, dweeb, I knew where you were going. <laughs> That's a sign that you are right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like yeah, I, there are people like me who are going to nitpick every little thing about it. You know, Mario fans, I think, are a little more lenient, whereas Zelda fans will be like, you better get everything right. So mm-hmm. I think that's a bit of a taller ask. Okay, Joshish says, nothing says good morning like waking up and seeing the Landy Lodge is open for business. Joshish, you're welcome here even when we're not open. Just so you know. Gamer Galmilla says, definitely agree regarding peaches. And I see Borna Kokiri was here. It says, I was shocked who voiced the dad. Who voiced the dad? Can't remember. I remember I saw it online, but I can't remember. We're gonna look this up. I Who know. Um, oh my god! There's Charles a Charles Martinet. Yeah, I was about to say. I knew there was a Charles Martinet cameo, but I couldn't remember if that was him or not. I love this. Yeah. Oh my goodness! The passing of the torch. I'm so happy right now. My lord, that is that is cool. Kokiri, that's why you're here, brother. That's why you're here. Silver Dash says, I love that Jumpman and Spike made appearances. That's right. And I think this officially, maybe now Nintendo lore officially splits um, Jumpman and Mario. I feel like we've all lumped them in as one thing. Like Jumpman was just Mario before he was Mario. But I feel like now they've split them. And there was a Jumpman arcade machine in the uh, restaurant too. You know what I also like? This just came to mind. Um, when they're like at the wedding and you see like King Bomb and like the King Boo, mm-hmm. I thought yes. I liked seeing the villains. Yes. I thought that was funny. I was like, oh my god, I threw him off a cliff once. <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> I thought that was nice. Silver Dash has got to say, I definitely understand Bowser's love for Princess Peach. I mean, hey, look, she's a high, high status woman. She's got a kingdom. She can platform. She's got combat. She's probably got money. And she's pretty. And she's pretty. (laughs) And she's pretty. But she's into short dudes. Sorry, Bowser. She's into short dudes. Gamer Galmilla says there was once a Zelda Netflix show planned, but it got canceled because it was leaked. Yeah. That's very Nintendo. That's very, yeah. The Nintendo Ninjas. It's on brand. Okay. That person got banned for offering a promotion. And she says, appreciate you, bro. Hope you're both doing well. We are. And uh, shout out to Larkseen Simp. For uh, gifting one sub to Iron Aggro. Iron Aggro, who's been rating us a lot lately. Larkseen Simp, best name on the platform. Thank you very much for that. Silver Dash says, I'm 5'7". Do you think I have a shot with Peach? 
All right, fine. How tall is Mario? Let's check this out for you, buddy. Okay, okay, okay. Well, how so, tall is Peach? Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. How tall is Princess Peach? You're asking. See, this is why you're here. Ask the better questions. <laughs> Let's see. Is there actually, is there actually something for this? Probably not. Probably not. But you never know. Video game lore can be quite weird. Okay. Yeah. That's true. I'm not finding anything. But you know what? Five foot seven. I believe the average male height is five foot eight. So, so, what I'm saying is, there's a chance. Mm-hmm. There's a chance for you, buddy. Larkseen Simp says, would have given more, but then I realized my ass is broke. Larkseen Simp, if your ass is broke, say, save that money, dog. Don't you worry. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the support, but times are tough, brother. You could hold on to your coin. Let's see. Uh, Sakura Lily says, Animal Crossing had an animated show, and they made a character out of a player named you. Why you? Yeah. Was that show, was that show any good? I liked it. I remember, okay, I remember, this is way back. I was like 11, and you know, I was getting into Animal Crossing, and there was like a YouTube English dub in like multiple parts. Like that was the vibe. <laughs> and I watched it, and I actually, I ended up downloading it, just like English sub with like the official dub and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was really cute. <laughs> I remember I had a lot of my favorite villagers too. I remember Rosie was in it. Um, I think Whitney is her name. Um... Apollo. I love Apollo. I Apollo was in it. Apollo. Yeah. I, I liked it. It was cute. You know, and Rossetti was in it. <laughs> He's gotta be. He's gotta be. Yeah. It was cute. Um, I would need my favorites are Puck and Maple. Puck oh, yeah. and Maple are my two favorite villagers. I would want them Maple's tenfold. cute. Maple is yeah. the cutest villager in Animal Crossing, and that is a hill that I will die on. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Soccer Lily says the Pelican messengers have their love triangle drama of their own, too. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Oh, we would need to have Phyllis. We would need to have Phyllis and just have her be like a comic relief character, like being a bitch. This is making me want to play Animal Crossing. I haven't played it in forever, but I put 300 hours into that game. No shame. Yeah. Josh Z, Sage of the Lodge, says Zelda can work as long as they choose the right animation style. Well, I'm curious, Josh, mm-hmm. what, what animation style would you see? I actually think the Breath of the Wild shader would be perfect. As much as That's I love, what I would say, too. Yeah, and even though I'm partial to the darker stuff. I think it would like, have to be more, like, artsy than, like, the Mario movie. You know what Ghibli, I mean? Like, Studio Ghibli style. Yeah. That would be excellent. Like, either 2D like that or, like, shaded in the way where it's, like, Breath of the Wild, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they'd have to yeah. go with that. Even though I'm partial to like Twilight Princess and Majora's Mask, I'm not sure you're going to get a general audience with that sort of vibe, even though it's what I mm-hmm. would prefer. Um, Something a bit brighter. Yeah, exactly. Because again, if you're making a movie, you're likely targeting a general audience. Kevin Ribeiro says, the movie, in my opinion, was a 20 out of 10. Loved it completely. P.S. My wife is back. Great. My Wi-Fi is back. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like... My wife is back. My wife is back. My wife is back. Like, okay, I I didn't know she left. My wife is back. Great to be back in the lodge. Dude, good to have you back. I'm glad the Wi Fi is back. Um, You know, happy Wi Fi, happy Li Fi. Josh C says, oh my God, Zelda movie in Wind Waker style would be perfect. There you go. Yeah, it has to sort of be a more tuned style. Uh, I think a Wind Waker movie, a Wind Waker style movie would really 
really get over. Let's see. Lark Scene Simp says, just spent $120 on an American McGee's Alice art book. I know my priorities. My man. I want to okay. play that game. I haven't played it yet. You know, I see a lot of buzz about it. You know, I, I think it recently got announced that like EA wouldn't give the IP to the person that like made it or something. Really? So like they can't make a sequel or something. So like that's why people were talking about it. But I, I want to play those games, but I haven't yet. Well, Lark Scene. And we're thinking they always looked cool when I was younger. Well, the art style is pretty cool. I think I think mm -hmm. Lark Scene Simp could uh, probably sing its praises. Um, Silver Dash says, I figured the second Mario movie would have Rosalina make an appearance considering the Luma was in the first one. Yes. Yeah. But I, even though I, don't I could think see that Luma, although I would think it would be hilarious if that does end up being her Luma. That would be funny. I thought when Peach talked about the galaxies, that that was kind of a wink and a nod to sort of Mario galaxy eventually mm -hmm. coming in. Magical. Valkyrie. I mean, who knows? We could end up with like four movies. <laughs> I, I really. Like, that could be the third movie. Like, we really. I think we're headed so much. There. I think we're headed there. The movie is making way too much money for this not. To so be even if, movie. even if the next movie doesn't have everything we wanted, don't give up. Because yeah, this could be. We could be getting a few Mario movies. It's going to sure. be ongoing. It's it's yeah. definitely going to be ongoing. So don't panic if. People aren't in the next one. Mm -hmm. And I think, I do think though, your idea may be right. We're more likely to see a Wario, Waluigi sort of entrance. And then maybe we get to- well, I think Wario and Waluigi are more casual for audiences as well. Cause mm -hmm. there's so many like Waluigi memes and stuff. Like people are already familiar with them. Oh, what so, an easy way to sell a yeah. movie. If the first shot the of memes. the next <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Man. Yeah, I think that would- who yeah, knows? Yeah. Who knows what Nintendo will do? Nintendo does weird things sometimes, but I mean, maybe Illumination can be like, hey, Waluigi sells. <laughs> Waluigi, look, they, 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 if they did something with Waluigi, they wouldn't have to spend $1 on marketing. The internet would Truly. take care of that for them. Yep. Magical Valkyrie yeah. says a Wind Waker movie would be an excellent choice. The Wind Waker idea seems to be the um, popular, yeah. popular idea here. I have to play that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's great. It's great. That game is a perfect example of something that when it was announced, everybody shit on it. Everybody was like, what yeah. the hell is this? Mm -hmm. And everyone said the graphics suck, this suck. But I'll tell you this, as a GameCube shill, no game's graphics have aged better than Wind Waker. It is the yeah. best looking game Art style GameCube. over graphics every day. Amen. Art style lasts generations exactly. graphics are only as good until the next gen drops put it yep. this way wind waker on gamecube looks better than modern pokemon games i said it and i'd say it again <laughs> i don't think you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> i think, the, I, think the I most, won't argue with that i think the most diehard pokemon fans would agree too lark scene sim says yes the third game is canceled because ea sucks popular opinion about ea yeah Let's see. We got Renee with her fingers crossed for a Luigi's Mansion movie. Let's see. Kevin Ribeiro says a Zelda movie should have the same animation as Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty. Yeah, it's probably my favorite Ghibli movie too. Let's see. Okay, we haven't talked about a Kirby movie. Kevin Ribeiro brought that up. Kirby's an That was one, one I was thinking of. I think it's cute. 
But where do you go with more than just cute? I don't know. And I mean, the whole dialogue's gonna be bio, bio, or whatever it is he says, boyo. I don't know. And I feel like it's stylistically, it might be a bit too similar to Mario. Yeah, I could see that. If that makes sense. I could see that. Why would you make a Kirby movie when you could just make another Mario movie that's gonna make like 10 times as much? You know what? If they do a Kirby movie, he should just be the main character of a Smash Brothers movie. You know, <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. Yeah, something like that could work. All right. Let's what see. do you think about the speculations about the Super Mario or like the Super Smash movie? Because people are like, this is the Nintendo cinematic universe. Like, what do you think about that? We're not that? there yet. We're not no. there yet. Look, Marvel was. Able do you to think we would that. ever get a Smash movie? Yeah, I think we could. I, I really I think, think we, we could, could, but yeah, but look, Marvel got to do Avengers because they made a good Iron Man movie and a good Captain America movie and a good exactly Thor movie. They, they made all these good movies for these characters so that when you put them in one bag, people are like, yes, you know, if mm-hmm. you go from Mario two to Smash you have to earn Brothers, it. Exactly. It's going to be like, well, mm-hmm. OK, great. Star Fox is in the movie, but he's going to be in the movie for 10 minutes. Uh, where's my Star Fox film to kind of build this off of? And I feel mm-hmm. like you'd have to build, you'd have to give build. us 15 years. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at is if we, there is a smash brothers movie, it's about 10, 10 to 15 years away. Yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't get our hopes up just yet. Okay. Silver dash says, well, I think a wind waker style movie would probably draw more attention. I feel like if they did a Zelda movie, it wouldn't be too in link because I feel like that gives the wrong first impression of what Zelda is as a whole. Okay, that's actually a good point. Because if you make a Zelda movie, it's going to be a lot of people's first impression. So maybe something along the lines of sort of the Breath of the Wild art style would be a better introduction. That's that's a pretty good point, I got to say. I wonder if that would also look a bit less gamey with like the Breath of the Wild art style. Mm. Hmm. I think it might. I think it might. Yeah. But uh, look, hmm. I wouldn't complain either way. I'll be happy. No. I'll be happy either way. I mean, so I mean, I don't want to jinx it. It would have to be a good movie, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a Zelda movie's worst nightmare because I that hmm. like I'll be flipping through the Zelda like ultimate. I won't like, be on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, let's see. All right, that catches us up with chat for the most part. I guess I'd reiterate, Emmy, is there? Anything else that we haven't quite touched on yet that you maybe wanted to touch on today? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, here's a here's something. Like, actually, have, actually, oh, okay, wait. Boom. I, I have an idea. Okay. So, Last of Us, great TV show. Mario, great movie. What do you think this means for the future of video game, movie, TV show, adaptations, even outside of Nintendo? What would you like to see? Where do you think this is going? What's going on? Okay, here's here's my prediction. One, comic book movies are about to... You're, they're always going to be around, but the studios, because at the end of the day, these studios... Burnout. They're going to they're gonna be burnt out. The studios want to make money. And when they see that Mario is going to make more money than anything Marvel this year. I think the only possible Marvel film that could rival it this year is Guardians 3, but I don't even think that is going to break a billion dollars. I think... And like you said, even then, the budget, if they're spending more to make it, they're making less profit. It costs half a billion Mm -hmm. dollars to make a comic book movie when you include the budget, the marketing, all of that. Meanwhile, 
Illumination Pictures with Nintendo just made a billion dollar film for a hundred million dollars. All the studios mm-hmm. are looking at that right now and going, oh, we don't have to shell out all this money to make a billion dollars. What other video games you got? So I think you're going to see mm-hmm. an explosion of video game adaptations and explosion. Very exciting. Street Fighter movie already being made and stuff like that. I think we're going to see a renaissance of it. And I think it's going to go exactly. And hopefully way. it's good this time. <laughs> I think it will be. I actually think it will be. Yeah. But nothing lasts forever. And I think after 10, 15 years, it's going to end up like Marvel where the budgets are going to be mm-hmm. too fat and they're not going to have the draw they used to. People are going to be tired of seeing Mario on screen. Like these things only have so much staying power over a long period of time. So just like comic book movies were kind of our go-to thing the last 10 years, I think over the next few years, you're going to see it flip into video game adaptations. It'll be a wild ride for about a decade. We'll get our Avengers Endgame version of it, be it Smash Brothers or whatever else it is. But I don't think it's immune from the very issues plaguing comic book movies right now. But I think we're going to have a really nice honeymoon period where all these games that we didn't expect to get made, uh, get made. And I guess the one thing that I would say could be a bit different than the comic book thing is that, I mean, I'm not a comic book person. I'm not a Marvel person. So correct me if I'm wrong. But my understanding is that a lot of it's action. So you're going into these movies, you know, there's going to be a lot of action. You know what you're in for. But with video games, there's so many different types of video games. Yes. So like they're making a new a new Silent Hill movie, you know, the Return to Silent Hill based off of Silent Hill 2. Whereas they could have, you know, other stuff that's more like Mario. I would like to see a Crash Bandicoot movie. I think that'd be really cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> or then, you know, you have those other more, you know, story-heavy games that are less... I, I would I would say a bit less gamey. Like, I think they were going to do a Life is Strange TV show at some point. I don't know where the fuck that ended up. But, like, there's there's so many different things out there that I feel like there might be enough in that pool to have people not be too bored of it. I do think it there will still be that drop-off at mm-hmm. some point, but there's just so much to work with. There's so much. There's so much. Um, yeah. Do you mind either holding it down or I could put up a beer right back? I just got to run to the little Mario Brothers room. Do you want to hold it down or do you want me to just put a beer right back up? Be right back. Be right back. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Just hang tight.
Okay, we are back. Thank you for your patience, everybody. Um, yeah, so, look, bringing up this whole expansion into movies um, and everything. So I feel like you and I know each other out of a proxy of the Kingdom Hearts community. So mm -hmm. I'm going to throw this question back at you. Does this mean that some sort of Kingdom Hearts cinematic adaptation is inevitable? I I think they could. And, you know, I'm really torn about it because part of me feels like it would be such an easy thing to do of like, you know, marketing like it's Disney. If you just market it as like a Smash Bros type thing where it's like it's Sora, there's all these Disney characters they are on the same world. There's this big plot. I mean, I think that that could be huge. On the other hand, I think it could also potentially be a disaster <laughs> yeah. because there's so much. And, you know, I, it, I think the easy thing with Kingdom Hearts would be to do some sort of movie of the first game. And obviously you'd have to take liberties with that. But I think that's the easiest way to get new people, a casual audience into that world, get them to know Sora. You know, there's Donald and Goofy. Like it could be fantastic it could be huge but i also think it could be a disaster and it completely depends on how they go about it i think more reasonably they would do a smaller scale uh whether it's like an anime or something like that but i, mean, I would love anything kingdom hearts i would love if i could see kingdom hearts on a big screen like i would be sobbing the entire time like that didn't happen with mario but if it was kingdom hearts like i would i i don't think i'd be able uh, God help anyone that went to see that movie with me because <laughs> it would be bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of share the same sentiment as you where I'm like, that could either be incredible or it could be <laughs> just just plain dog shit. One or the like, other. I feel like there's no in between. It's one or the other. And I feel like you'd have to have Nomura supervising the whole thing, the way Miyamoto mm -hmm. supervised this movie. And for those who don't know, we didn't touch on yeah. this. But this movie was supposed to come out months ago, but apparently when Miyamoto saw it for the first time, he was like, no, 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 no. We have a lot we need to fix. So I imagine mm -hmm. something like that would happen with Nomura. Um, yeah. but I, I'm also with you where like, if they did do a Kingdom Hearts movie, it absolutely, or show, it absolutely cannot be, um, something new, a new isolated no. part of the story. You cannot do it. And if they want to do that just for fans, fine, I guess. But if they want to make this like a thing, like you have to adapt the first, the first game. game. That's uh, the that's, only thing I see. I'm totally with you there. You'd have to make something that retreads Kingdom Hearts 1. Because like you said, treat this like it's going to be people's introduction to the series. You know, because a, a lot of people are going to see Donald and Goofy running around in the Disney properties. And they'll be like, oh, let me go see that. Um, exactly. So I would like if they did a movie, I feel like they would have to retread one. Like you said, if they made a show... To me, they'd have to retread Union Cross. It's too good of an opportunity yeah. to retread 100%. that property. So I, I think honestly, if this keeps going on, some sort of Kingdom Hearts cinematic is inevitable. I do. I think, think it really depends on whether they want to do something for the fans or whether they want to do something to grab more people. That that could be huge, or you know, it's a bigger risk. Mm -hmm. But I think it could really pay off if they took it especially like you said, if they're retreading Kingdom Hearts 1 so that people could come out of that movie and feel like, whoa, I got to go play Kingdom Hearts 1. Or be like, do, 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 what, what game did you say comes after this? I want to get on it. Like, that's kind of got to be the idea. <laughs> and the post credit scene just being like deep dive. Yeah. 
Yeah, come just like, on. But upscaled into like modern animation. Yes. Could you imagine? Nuts. Oh my god. <laughs> people would go absolutely best post credit scene ever. Yeah. yeah, I think. I think it's just inevitable at this point. I, I'm looking at the, all the money this Mario movie's making. I'm like, every studio across the country is asking, what video game can we adapt? Because to them, mm -hmm. they. I feel like they don't necessarily see it as a consequence of Mario. They see it as a consequence of video games, you know? Exactly. And, and like, it's not just Mario. Video gaming is one of the biggest industries there is right now. It's making more money than the film industry right now. Three times the and it would, it would And it would be silly to not, you know, go after this when you've seen, you know, I feel like the Sonic movie around there kind of started this trend of, like, video game adaptations are getting better. They haven't quite reached it yet mm -hmm. but they're becoming a bit more mainstream detective pikachu sonic those types of things the witcher but you know now you see things more recently like arcane yep. cyberpunk one last mm -hmm. of us and mario especially last of us and mario this year and it's like they were like cultural phenomenons it's not just you know the fans watching it anymore it's everyone was watching the last of us everyone was talking about it every week and then with mario everyone's going to see it it's making mm -hmm. hundreds of millions gonna make over a billion dollars like it's crazy we're at a point where i think the movie might even make two billion because we're at 600 it's million it's been like a week and it, a half and we haven't dropped in it's Japan. the highest grossing animated movie mm -hmm. it beat frozen too yep that's crazy well there's been to beat a disney movie like frozen like that's crazy yeah. this is why josh z in the chat he says disney is angry and i'm like i can imagine the boardrooms at Disney right now. They're like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what games do we have? <laughs> and that's why- I mean, that, Maybe that's how we get Kingdom Hearts. But I don't know. Saying, where I'm like, this is inevitable. This is inevitable because mm -hmm. Disney's looking at this and going, why don't we go do that? And I can't help but think, do you remember that cryptic thing Namura said at the concert where he's like- There's hey, a lot of cryptic things. Like, <laughs> oh, is he Yoko? Yes. Where he's like, oh, yeah. something happened that changed the course of what we're doing. And he was like, oh, yeah. You he didn't make it sound like it was like a good or bad thing, just kind of very vague about mm -hmm. it. I have to wonder if Disney saw like the box office projections for Mario. Yeah. And we're just like, we need to do this. Or they, it didn't even have to be Mario. They could see what the Sonic movie did and be like, yeah. Sonic is this, again, I love the blue blur. Don't come at me. Sonic is just dying IP that has since been revived. I love mm -hmm. Frontiers. But at the time those movies came out, exactly. Sonic was a dying IP. And now it's it's at a, a top of the Games weren't good game. anymore. Yet putting it, right? putting it blunt. But, but the movies? The movies? Oof. Through the roof. Through the roof. So I imagine... That might be what they're getting at. Um, but again, as I'm cool with that. I, I say this so much. People people who watch this show are probably tired of hearing me say it. I just want Nomura in charge. I just want Nomura in charge. Yeah. Even people like me who obsess over the series, there's shit I don't understand. The only man who actually understands is Nomura and Nojima. He writes the scenarios, but I just don't think any of that could work without him at the helm. And I am mad, and this is where I get a little worried is I'm like, if Nomura has to be at the helm of these movies and show adaptations, it's going to slow game production down. And that's ultimately, I guess, you know, we've spoken very positively where I get negative about what's going on is are all these gaming companies, Nintendo, Disney, um, well, Disney's not a gaming company, but Disney, I like, I, oh God, I said it again. Anyway, 
are all these gaming companies going to shift their focus into movies? Because every dollar that's spent on yeah. a movie is a dollar taken away from the games, you know? So mm-hmm. that's Noir is doing so worry. much. Even outside of Kingdom Hearts, he's doing Seven Remake. Like, he is... Mm-hmm. Not to mention if there's any... There's one a movie on that. Throw a movie on that. If he's doing anything with The World Ends With You anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Which that's a game I hope gets a third installment very desperately. But yeah, I, I would I would be very worried about what Disney would do with this property if Nomura was not at the helm of it. And it's not... Well, you think of that animated TV show that never ended up coming to fruition. And it was just like Riku and Sora and Kairi and Agrabah. It was a... I'm sorry. I'm sure it would have been cute for a Disney Channel TV show, but like... a train wreck. I wouldn't want them doing a movie, you know? a train wreck. I mean, that was fun. That stuff leaked and came out and it was cool to see. But the whole time... It didn't happen for a reason. It didn't happen for a reason. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, this would have been a nightmare. This would have been Riku calling Maleficent, yes, my queen. I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. I, I, that, that's just where I get worried. As exciting as all this stuff could be, where I get worried is one, it could take away from the games themselves, or two. Imagine if they like casted Chris Pratt as Sora. That's a whole other thing. Well, what about the voice cast? Yeah, because I would hope they would keep as many of the originals as they could, but like I can't picture anyone else being Sora. And it's not like Haley Joel Osment can do KH1 Sora anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a kid when he voiced him. You know, he's a he's a big boy now. I don't know. I mean, yeah, with effects, you could probably look if you could get someone to look 30 years younger on screen. I'm sure you can make them sound 30 years younger. So maybe it's not that difficult to pull off. But yeah. Um. All right, we're crossing over an hour and a half here. Um, I feel like we've touched on everything, even though that's the third time I've said yeah. that. So I'm going to throw it no, back. I, I feel to like that. I brought up the other thing that I wanted to talk about with the other video game adaptations and stuff. I feel like that was... Okay, well, just to be sure, anything we haven't <laughs> talked about yet that you want to touch on? Did you watch The Last of Us TV show? I did not, because honestly, I haven't even played okay. the game. And I think I'd yeah, I had to play, play the, the game, game first. first and then watch. The yeah, show. that's what I did. I was just wondering what wins best video game adaptation at the Game Awards this year, Last of Us or Mario? Honestly, that's that's going to be tough for people to figure out because it's just two different things. So. Like last. Exactly. Of Us, How do you compare yeah, it's apples and oranges? <laughs> exactly. But, but the Game Awards is like democratic, right? Like that's just at the end of the day, it's elected by people voting. So if I were to yeah. guess, I think more people will vote for Mario. Just because I think mm-hmm. that's something people are more passionate about. You know, not mm-hmm. that people aren't passionate about The Last yeah. of Us. No, I, I really, I don't know how that's going to turn out, to be honest. That's why I was curious. I could see it going either way. I could see it going mm-hmm. either way. Um, I guess I'll leave us with this. Will's word dropped. Imagine just depicting the games from Riku's point of view. That would work. The actor's voice is still the same. Yeah, that's a cool direction you could take is maybe telling Kingdom Hearts 1 from Riku's point of view. That's uh, something a general audience and a diehard audience would love. But we are going to wrap up here. If you're hanging out on Twitch, we are going to raid Royal Aqua, who's playing Breath of the Wild. Wow, very fitting. Very fitting, (laughs) right right on brand. So stick around for that. Emmy, thanks so much for coming on. Guys, make sure you're following. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Hey, you're welcome anytime. Everyone, make sure you're following Emmy. I've got her links in the description on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Make sure you're giving her a follow. Emmy, thanks again for coming on. We're wrapping it up here. Have a good day, everybody. 
Take care.